Hey guys, you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I'm Neil Rubenstein, and today I will be sitting in traffic talking to Adam Lazara from Taking Back Sunday. Good. How are you? Cool. Good. Good. I was just uh, um, going over the, uh, you know, the words and things for uh, the new record. Yeah. You guys are you guys are currently in the studio. This is like a in studio thing. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie. Um, oh, Eddie started tracking guitars yesterday, so we're uh, getting. I'll be singing here soon. Cool. Uh, are, is everyone down there still or not? Yeah, no. Like, uh, like Mark came down. Well, Mark was here first, and then once he got done with everything, he flew home, and then uh, and then John uh, John started tracking some guitar, and then Sean came down to do bass. Well, he like, he broke his hand, <laughs> so Sean. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh... yeah. Like he. Uh, Broke his hand, and wait, are are we doing the thing now, or are we talking be- before we do the thing? No, we're doing the thing. Are you not supposed to share something? Oh, cool. No, or like no, no. I was just thinking maybe I should save the story for when we're doing the thing. But if we're doing the thing, I can tell the story. Yeah, no, no, um, yeah, we're, so, we're full in thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, good. Um, so, Sean, um, yeah, like when, like during kind of like the. The towards the end of like the writing stage, you know, because we break it up, like we do, like we'll write, and then we kind of get together, and then like take like a week or two to take a step away, and then come back and write more, and like things like that. So um, during that time, he was uh, like he does uh, mixed martial arts, like Brazilian jujitsu and stuff like that. Yes, sir. So uh, he was doing that, and um, something happened, and it like broke. broke his middle finger on his left hand which is his spreading hand so um so for like during the pre-production for the record he was he had this little midi keyboard um that he was playing and it was real sad <laughs> and then but uh so <laughs> so anyways that's why um that's why after mark was done you know john started doing some of the piano and guitars and things and um just to give sean like another week to kind of heal up so then Sean came and he just finished uh, on Friday and Eddie got here. Yeah, and Eddie got here on. Uh, or no, he finished Saturday. My days are all mixed up. I guess it doesn't really matter. But it, but um, <laughs> Sean, Sean finished a couple days ago and Eddie just started. <laughs> and Sean, like Sean's good now. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like he still can't like make like a full fist. And I gotta say, Sean's really good at playing bass. So he's, and then he's kind of, but he's had to, since it's his fretting hand, you know, and you use your middle finger a lot, like he's kind of like, um, just cause he's been, uh, since he was able to, like, he got out of the cast and was able to move his hand again. He's, he's been like, just kind of trying to, um, to adapt to not using that finger as much. And he just, there's some stuff that he laid down that I was, that I, that I was just shocked. I'm like, Whoa. like, he's just never, um, kind of let that uh, bass shredding side of him come out, 
if uh, I mean, I guess that's the way to put it. I, w- I wonder if it's like weird for him, like when his hand is healed, like to play songs that he like learned to play. You know what I mean? Cause, like these aren't songs that he's familiar with, that it's like second nature or whatever. Like he's just learning mm. these songs now, and like he's learning them this like cheat way without the middle finger, and then like to then you know then he's fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Does anybody I, understand I, me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does anyone understand? No. Like I like. It, I like think. Yeah. Like he'll. Like I wonder if it might just kind of change the way that he that he approaches like the left hand work on the bass. You know, like with these new songs. Two. It's interesting. He was talking about like because he was kind of like learning the parts on the keyboard and then. Or like just learning like the root notes, you know, and how everything was moving and related to one another. So then that had to be weird for him, you know, to like finally pick up the bass and then translate it. So, so, but I think it led to like a greater understanding of the song. Like he did, like, well, just even Mark's playing on it too is just pretty crazy. He like both of them really let loose, you know. So it's pretty fun. And, and uh, you guys, everyone. Everyone I've been talking to and like all the reports back from your camp, like everyone's super stoked on this uh, on this album. Yeah, it's like well, like there's a lot of things we just stop giving a shit about. So and then in like turn, like it's I think making us a good band, <laughs> like or like a better band. <laughs> so it's it's there's a yeah there's a whole lot of things on there that like I just honestly can't even. Or, like, I'll listen back, like, man, I can't believe this is our band. And it's, like, funny, too, because Jillian, because we're going to do that Taste of Chaos tour, you know? And then, so, like, yeah, they, yeah. Um, Jillian, our manager, she's like, hey, we need a quote for the press release. And then, so I wrote up this thing kind of as a joke, but then when I, and then I sent it to her, but then I read it back, and I was like, oh, well, that's pretty accurate. And it's pretty much just, I, th- I think the quote I had said something like, um, not to go full Kanye but we can't believe how incredible this record is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think I saw that. I think that's what. Uh, that's the and what? Uh, it was like the sickest coup in the world that you got everyone to go to North Carolina for this record. Right. Oh man. Well, we really owe it all to John because he had because um, they recently had uh, the baby, you know, Greta, um, and so. When we were doing a lot of the writing, um, everybody started coming down here to Charlotte because Camille was so pregnant, you know, John needed to be home and close to home to help her out. And then the studio we found and and everything, like, it's just been such a, like, kind of like, I mean, it's not like a hippie, but like positive kind of place, you know, like it just has good vibes. And then, so just the just the way everything worked out like we figured well if it ain't broke man let's just do the record here and it's awesome too because we got mike sapone to come out of long island which he only does yeah. i mean you know once every like seven years or something yeah so, i saw that mike sapone was there and i like i got mad at you for a minute because i thought you guys were here and i oh yeah it or like yeah like i definitely would have called you had we had we been up here but he's funny man like there's this airbnb place it's like not far from where john and i live or like it's actually 
right in the it's like right like if you're walking to John's house you pass where where Sapone's staying for my house and uh and but he's been like he wakes up early every morning and just goes venturing around Charlotte like he's been to more places here than I have and I've lived here like seven years. <laughs> so. uh, what uh, what do you think like because I, I remember you guys saying like a similar thing both you and John at least a similar thing about El Paso that you're saying that you just said now about the place in Charlotte so like what. At what point does it stop being about the location and start being about who you guys are and where you guys are mentally? That, like, oh, it's good vibes here, it's good vibes here. Like, well, now everywhere it's good vibes, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, or, like, well, I think there's there's the answer, too, you know? I mean, I think everybody, or, like, kind of just from what I'm seeing, and even with myself, you know, everybody's just getting more and more comfortable just, just kind of with what they're able to to do and like bring to the table you know so and and then it's just so now like when we're making records you know it's, it's just kind of a like a just trying to capture that and then there's a it's like funny too I wonder if, if it's just like because here is more of like, like El, El Paso was more of like a crazy hyper focused kind of environment you know like because we were all just living in the same house and the studio was just we just walked to it because it was right next door, and then to where it's here, there's more of like a family kind of home like vibe, and I think that says a lot more like who we are or like where everybody is. You know, we're a band of dads now. Did, so. did everyone bring their kids or their wives down? No, uh, there, there's well, because it because it probably would have been real boring um, for them, <laughs> but because uh, pretty much you know like when Mark was here. He would, or like he was staying at the house with me, and then he would just kind of wake up, go to the studio, and be there, like just all all day, and then just come home and go to sleep and do it all over again. You know, there wasn't like like a lot of hanging out once we finally started the actual tracking process. All right. So. And I'm gonna ask you your take on this because I I did uh, Anthony Renary did one of these for me a little while ago. Yeah. And he was he was joking like not joking he was saying how like uh, he wrote if the album was gonna be eleven songs he, he wrote eleven songs but there was no like you know oh we wrote thirty songs and we got down to twelve or whatever do you guys write just for the record or did you write a bunch of stuff and then like oh well this is no good we're gonna keep this this is great whatever well we wrote a bunch of stuff. Um, but a lot of it wasn't good and it kind of weeded itself out. <laughs> There's, um, so like, cause, well, cause when we write, since we all live in different places, you know, like we kind of do it in bursts, like even like through like the, I guess the touring cycle. So, so the stuff is all like spread out from different times. And there was some songs, you know, to where like after we had two or three months to go back and listen to them, we'd be like, Ooh, what were we thinking? Like, um, but, uh, there, there's, uh, yes, but the thing is, you have to have the B-sides now, man, because, like, <laughs> like, if they, like, because, like, iTunes wants some exclusive something, uh, like, Target wants some exclusive something, like, whatever other store wants some exclusive something, like, everybody wants this other thing, you know, and, and but, um, we haven't gotten to that part to where we've decided, like, what, like, I think we're, we're recording 13, well, 12, 
And then so, but we have 13. One, it didn't make it to the, like it made it to the pre-production part. And then at the end of that, we're like, well, there's a B-side. <laughs> so, um, there, there, so, so there's, yeah, so there's like 13 total for this, for this round. But honestly, man, like, I, like, or, and we have this conversation all, all the time, even when we're not talking about it, like taking back Sunday stuff, but it's like, what, like how long should records be now? You know, I mean, everybody like, like one, like when was the last time you like got a record and like listened to the whole thing front to back, like right when you got it. And then two, like, if you think about like younger folks or, well, not younger folks, just people now in general, seeing people my age, you know, like they, like, it's like even, um, I think like a different kind of thing than it was even like, I mean, you know, like eight, nine years ago to where like people, like kind of like when iTunes was like really picking up speed, you know, folks are just buying like a, like a song or two if they're buying any, like any, like anything at all. So it's like, yeah. well, like, so why go like, and like do like this 13 song record when, when it's like half of those songs aren't like aren't even going to get heard so we're trying to like make something that's like real like hyper focused you know just to kind of like uh keep that keep the album flame burning if that's that's a dumb way to put it but you get what i'm saying yeah no totally like you want it to be an lp so it gets classified as an lp so it it gets put in the full length category on spotify and on itunes but like then you also have to think about your format, like, are we going to release it physically? And if we release it physically, like, how are people listening to it? Are, are people going to want to put it on a cassette now so that it's four songs a side? Is that okay? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like are, we, are we doing double gatefold vinyl? And then, you know, you, you want to you need to put four songs on it? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Yeah, if there... It's just hard because it's like, like, like when, like I think, well, for me and I know for you too, like growing up, you know, like, or like just through like my whole life listening to music, it's been all about albums, you know, like, and then so now, like, being in a, in a position where you can like put these albums out, sure, like I know that there's a lot of people out there that are still like this, you know, that like, like to sit down and listen to a whole record, but there's but but i'm also but i also know that there's vast majority of people that just won't do that so it's just hard to like kind of like figure out how to how to balance that but then at the same time like put something out to where if someone does like go buy out the vinyl you know they don't feel cheated like oh why is this only 15 minutes long you know we're definitely not gonna go that short so it's just a weird thing. It, and it too, like, even when I ask questions to, like, people, like, other people that, like, even, like, on the business end, like, everybody right now is like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but that's what, <laughs> you're supposed to know that. <laughs> I think that's really, I think that's really telling of the industry uh, that no one, not only does no one know, but, like, no one's, everyone's admitting to not knowing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like yeah. I remember uh, when MP3 started, and uh, not when they started, but when they started getting like really big, and uh, you know, LimeWire was a big thing, and people started referring 
to the industry as like the Wild West. Oh, it's the Wild West now, you know. There's no. Really, I've even said that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but but like looking back on it, it was like, oh no, no, they were the same rules. They just added MP3. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's true. But now well, it's kind of like. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Or like no, I was. Or like I was just gonna say that it. The same rules still existed, but nobody was playing by them, you know, because there were no laws to enforce the, or there was no, but, like, no one's, no one's policing it. Yeah, you know? but, but within the industry, like, people were still just putting out CDs, and it was just, you know, 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. Was, you know what I mean? Like, they were still just doing the same things, and bands were signing the same deals, and... And, you know, you needed the same personnel. You needed, you know, like, you had to do it all the same and throw it out. And, like, now it's actually starting to change. You know what I mean? Like, now you really can do whatever it is you want. Like, if you guys want to make an eight-song album and call it an album and put it out on Blue go ahead. You know? Like, yeah, true. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. But, go up and then you'll see if it works. Yeah, it, or like I like get what you're saying to whereas yeah like there's not like a there's not like a like a set way well like too like they were talking about um or like it, like I had this conversation not too long ago about well like how much lead time are we gonna need and like it used to be like it was like three months from the time you delivered the record till it was released you know so they could yeah. get like all like everything in line but now it's like I don't know let's put it out next Friday. <laughs> Like, yeah. Is there right? Oh, and, and, or, and then and just take pre-orders for the vinyl. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. There, like oh, the vinyl will come out whenever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Once we're done, we'll. I mean, you'll see it. You'll hear it. So, so it's just a. It's an interesting space to be in. But relating all that back, or to answer your original question, there was yeah, like there's like thirteen, and then. And then there's 12 we're going to pick from. Like, uh, it, like we had this thing set. I'm like, man, it would be awesome to make a cohesive nine-song record. And then so we'll just see because it's got to kind of, like, read like a good book, you know, like like it has to just with the way it sounds, like the whole thing. So we'll just see where everything falls. Is it weird now to, like, to think about, oh, we have to have a song for Target? You know what I mean? Like, is that, like, a weird? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like that's been happening though, like for, uh, or like since since we, like like first first put a record out, you know, like there. Except now there's just more emphasis on it, you know. It's like bu- like before you had to have an exclusive thing for Target, you had to have an exclusive thing for Best Buy, you know. Like it's just kind of uh, like uh, just just evolved and changed a little bit, and now you just need more of those extra songs. Which to me is like, we just sell the fucking record, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or or like, how about every like, like, like I put everything I've had in this and hours and hours of just like not sleeping and like just like freaking out about it. And now like here's this, and then and but you want a little more? Okay, well that's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's but, a new version of I don't see a single, you know, like go write another song yeah yeah and it's it and don't get me wrong it's a really stupid thing to complain about because i understand like just how lucky we are to still 
like be able to do this, you know, like it, it it's crazy. So it's like, so on the other hand, when I complain about stuff like this, there's this other voice in, in my head that's like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any themes uh, on the album? Like anything like you're writing about a lot? There's a, uh, well, like I, I like tried to think back. I'm like, okay, when did people, when were people really into what we were writing? Okay, I'm just gonna write about that stuff. No, it, um, no, there's not, man. It's just a, I, that that was the worst joke or the worst attempt. Like normally, three or four times a day, like I'll go to tell a joke that just won't go over very very well, and I and like I think that just covered me for the whole day. Maybe tomorrow too. But um, there's no like it's just kind of like um just. Like just everyday stuff, you know. But but what's interesting about that is like as like time goes goes on, kind of the things that are important to you shift a little bit and change, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then so so I think it's just kind of right in line with where we are, like in our lives, John and I, as far as that end goes. Is he also writing lyrics on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like one, well, like one of the ones that came together pretty quick is a song called Tidal Wave. It's like, um, John was, one night he was playing ideas, like this, uh, like we were playing ideas for one another with Mark. And then John's like, oh, well, I had this little thing. And it was just like, kind of like uh, half of a verse. But, um, and then, and then Mark was like, holy shit, we should make a song out of that. And then, like a month later, John's like, "Hey, I made a song out of that, and uh, and it's a song, Tidal Wave. It's kind of like this Ramonesy kind of uh, punk rock music, punk rock music song, you know. And then, but um, oh. but fun with her own little twist. And then, yeah, like he wrote all the words for that. And then, like I like feel like it's you, like just from like first glance, because I remember remember when I was first reading over the words, you know, to sing them. Like I, there, there's like these kind of like political undertones there which is like some kind of like i always try to like religion and politics you know you never talk about at the dinner table kind of kind of thing so i try to like keep views out of that but then but i'm at a point now to where i'm reading it like yeah i feel that way too so it's just that's how i guess those things change i feel like the only thing with with music with uh talking about politics is that it doesn't say evergreen. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know like, if you're talking about, like, Ronald Reagan in the 80s, like, at some point, your music's not going to not gonna last anymore. It's not going to... You know what I mean? We're not going to know what you're talking... We're not going to remember your references. That's the only thing yeah. that ever makes me, like, cringe when I hear, like, a really current, accurate reference. Like, if you were to, if you were to sing about Bernie Sanders right now, and he doesn't win the nomination. Then it's like, who the fuck was Bernie Sanders? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, two, you got to think because then by the time, like, the record's actually out and like all those things are happening, then by the end of the record cycle, like, it's like, no one will even listen yeah. to the song. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, whatever. Like, that's not to say don't do. Uh, uh, I'm not just fine. I, I stand by what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. There, there's well, it's 
Well, like, too, I noticed, like, a thing, too, is, like, uh, like, there's, like, a lot of that stuff, like, ends up just being preachy. So then, like, yeah. even, like, grow, like, growing up, you know, there'd be, like, the one, like, hyper-political band. And then, like, I just remember, like, being at shows and things and then being like, man, quit telling me what to do, man. I just, <laughs> like, like, I came here to get away with that. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah, I, I mean, I I back fans wanting to do that. I'm like, I guess that. Like, like I have. Uh, I'm gonna be doing an interview with the girl, one of the women's Spit Boy, uh, next week, which is like uh-huh. super exciting to me. Um, and they were, you know, they were super political, and they, you know, told you what to do, kind of. But, uh, but on the other hand, it's like you're like taking my son. is not that kind of band. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't like. I don't think that I would want to hear that from that band. You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. No, like, no, if I'm listening I, to Propagandi, totally like, I know what I'm in for, and I don't mind hearing it. You know? Whereas I'm yeah. listening to, like, whatever. I'm listening to, you know, another example that I can't think of. No, I, like, yeah, like, I totally get what you're saying there. Yeah, like, if, if yeah, if we just... One day up and we're like, yeah, everyone would be like, what is going on? <laughs> like, I'm gonna have to get my Taken Back Sunday tattoo covered up. <laughs> yeah, like, right <laughs> that guy went insane. Um, <laughs> I did want to talk to you before we, uh, you know, wrap up. I wanted to talk to you. Uh, because I know that you've had issues with it, and I have issues with it, and not enough men talk about it. Body issues. Oh, dude, I got those. I got it. Yeah, yeah, I got those. What a good sub. Nobody ever asked about that. It's and like no men discuss that publicly. No, because I like think that it's like uh like. Or like um, from kind of like a like a like that's not something Clint Eastwood would talk about or like John yeah. Wayne or like those those kind of people. So like all like the atypical like versions of of what men are supposed to be, you know, they just don't talk about that. Or like because that's something that, or like that's like quote unquote a a a, a woman thing, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, and especially net, like today, like. We're men. We're we're not Steve McQueen anymore. None of us, you know. No. Like, well, I just, for yourself, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you're as close to Steve McQueen as we get. But uh, yeah. um, so you like you went through some phases. Like you like uh, I don't mean to be uh, rude or crass or whatever, but like you got fat, you got, and then you got in sick shape, and then. I know you, and then you jokingly said the other day I haven't seen you in a, a you know in person in a little while, but the other day you said, oh, and then I got fat again, which I'm sure you didn't get fat fat again, but or like no, like I'm not as big as I was. See, the difference now is like I'm just really like I'm bigger because I'm strong, like because I work out all the time, and then like um, so, but now, but but I have put weight back weight back on too. And then, so, it's, like, the combination of them both. So, now, like, I mean, 
you know, it's one of those things that you go and look in yourself in the mirror with your shirt off, and I'm, I'm just like, I don't even know. Do I even, uh, like, I'm tired of eating myself up, you know? Like, it's like, there's, so then, like, you try to find a balance of, like, oh, like, how do I not obsess over this? Oh, I don't know if that makes me sound really vain or, like, real, um, or, like, I don't know, because I don't want to be, uh, like a vain person and I don't think that I am but then when I say that stuff out loud I'm like oh wait <laughs> like I think I'm just really insecure and self-conscious yeah like I think that's the thing though is like I'm not a vain guy either but I don't want to look I want people to perceive me how I perceive me yes and and I can't get to that place you know what I mean like like the the world at large doesn't associate fat with confidence, you know? Yeah. So then, like, I'm in this, like, weird struggle to, like, well, I I have to look confident. I have to, you know, lose weight and work out. But it's like, that's not me. I'm not that guy. Like, I struggle with that. Dude, there's, I like, I remember when I first put on the weight, I would go on, like, I couldn't go on any kind of social media or anything like that. Cause all it was, was people telling me how fat I was or like how shitty I looked or like how, like, uh, or like how like, Oh, this guy's washed up or he's lost it or something. And then I'm just like, Holy shit, man. Like, 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 yeah, maybe I let myself go for a while there, but I don't like, that stuff's just really hard to read and hear, you know? So then, like, you're reading and you're hearing that, so that starts to become the way you, well, for me, at least, it kind of starts to become the way I see myself, you know? And I and I think yeah. that's, like, a lot of, or, like, what you were saying of how, like, it doesn't, or people don't, like, don't equate confidence with, like, like a certain body type or something like that, you know? yeah. It's 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 weird it's weird because like I, you can't get away with that. I, I, I've said this before on this podcast too. Like the the two things that it's still okay to make fun of are fat and Jew. And and what? And Jew. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like well, nothing else. Nothing else is okay to make fun of. Like if you make fun of anything else. People will come down on you, like, oh, don't use that word, or, you know, well, you like, can't I, question that, or that's a decision, you know. Wait, wait. But, or, like, no, they still, or, like, I think it's very frowned upon to make Jew jokes. <laughs> it's very what? Oh, wait, you said Jew, like, as in Jewish, right? Is that what you yeah, said? People make, yeah, people make Jew jokes and are outwardly anti-Semitic all the time. There's no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> or, like, see, like, no I, one has a problem with it. I think that's a like a like a New York thing because like oh yeah 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 man because that doesn't happen down here like nobody ever like makes those jokes here like it's like real or like that or like then it becomes like a or like a like a race issue you know what I'm saying uh, okay all right maybe that's like New York centric. <laughs> But here it's like it's rampant. Like no one has a problem with it. But also fat people, no one has a problem with that. 
Like, there's you can make fun of anyone you want for being fat. That's the that's the total go to on anything. Like, someone cuts me off, and I'm like, hey man, you know, you drive like an asshole. They're like, yeah, well, you're fat, and then that's it. You win. You win the argument because I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Yeah, it. I don't know why that is. Like, they're like Trevor Noah has been doing has been doing a bunch of stuff on the daily show about uh like body shaming and things like and things like that so like i do think people are becoming like like a lot more a lot more aware but it does come back to that thing that or like or they're becoming a lot more of just aware of the whole thing and and then but i think it goes back to the point of like in this day and age you know like that's just kind of like how people associate the two things i mean like have you ever gone to the explore page on your instagram like it's yeah it's all dudes with with abs tattoos and and women in bikinis yeah yeah and like that's what and then i think it makes it to that like i don't know the algorithm but i think it makes it to that page because so many people like looking at pictures of that you know like there's yeah like they, or like there's girls calling themselves models because they have a camera on their phone now. You know what I'm saying? Like Well that's I mean that's the that's the Kardashian effect. Yeah, well, true. Or like I think it's more of like an M T V thing. Like I like think that like it kinda of started around there and then it's yeah. just it's just evolved very quickly. But wait, so so like with the uh or like with your with your body issue stuff and then like there's how do you find solace in that? Like you know what I'm saying? Like how do you I don't know man, I I, I, I go on binge diets and then I go on uh, you know, eating vendors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like same here. You know, a month and a half ago, I was like, all right, I'm just, I'm going on a liquid diet. And I, like, did a liquid diet for two weeks, and I lost, like, 15 pounds in two weeks. Ooh. And then, like, I celebrated with, like, uh, you know, a uh, slice uh, of pizza cake. or something. Yeah, 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 like a, a cannoli. Yeah. And then, you know, a week later, I'm at McDonald's, like, shoving a Big Mac in my mouth, like, I don't even like McDonald's. What's happening? And then, like, <laughs> you know, I'll go, I'll, you know, all right, that's it. Tomorrow I start to diet again. And then, you know, and then I do it for a week and a half, two weeks. And then, you know, I'm at a, I'm at a party and there's, uh, you know, brownie out or, you know, whatever. Someone's like, oh, I'm going yeah. to Starbucks. They want a Frappuccino? And I'm like, yeah. And then that's it. And then I have a milkshake and then I'm like. Dude, yeah, like, it's like the thing, or like going back to, like, I think it's because it's like, not a thing guys talk about like because i know i think about it like way more than i should and then and it'll and it'll affect or like uh, well it like all like in my brain like i can't help it like i'll let it affect me and like bring me to like this real dark place you know yeah and then, yeah yeah but like so that's why i asked that i asked that question you know like how do you maneuver around that because I think maybe you had it, you knew something and didn't. No, I don't know anything. Uh, there's also like a weird, there's also a weird phenomenon. Like if I post something like, oh, I'm going on a liquid diet, 
that people like come out of the woodwork to tell me how I shouldn't do that and this is what I should do. And it's really simple. Just eat, you know, four grams of of grains and six grams of it. Like, it's super simple. You just have to eat better. Like, no shit I have to eat better. But you're yeah. talking to someone who's a food addict. And then the other, uh, the flip side of that is I'll post, like, a 36-pack of White Castle and be like, second lunch. <laughs> and, and get so, 64 likes. Like, and, you know, no, no one yeah, saying like, that's unhealthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. obviously he knows that's unhealthy. No, fucking <laughs> remind me. How about that? Remind me. <laughs> there, There's, yeah, like I, like I, I, I like guess that that might be like people with an inherent need to like try to help or something like or like as far as when you post like the liquid diet things but but then yeah but then why wouldn't they want to help when you have yeah, we, all those white yeah, castle burgers in front of you? Yeah, who are you now, dicks? Who are you a minute ago when I posted the fucking horrible thing? Yeah, man, you could have talked me out of all those white castles. I feel terrible right now. (laughs) But, yeah. I want people to talk me into the liquid diet. Like, I want to post a thing about liquid diet and have a bunch of people tell me to go check out inspirational blogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, you should definitely do the liquid diet. Like, go look at these anorexic women and, like, get psyched and get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, and it's not until then that you start to... Maybe think twice about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it, like too, even as we're talking about it now, like, I'm like, or like my brain starts racing, you know, because then, then I'm like, oh, man, I probably already said too much. Oh, no, now that, like, like, uh, like, like, people are going to know, like, that I'm a fat kid or, like, something like that. <laughs> like, it's just this, like, weird thing. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I wish there was, like, a, I, I don't know. And I mean, whatever, there's, like, a million sides of everything. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. you know, what I'm saying isn't true for whatever. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. Or, like, too, and then, like, a lot of people would, like, hear, like, or, or like either of us say that and be like, well, man, you then just get your shit together. You know what you need to do for for yourself. Just do it. And the reason yeah. why you're like this is because you're not doing it. And there's truth to that, but but it's not the whole truth, you know. And, and it's not simple like that, you know. Like no, it's definitely not. You, you think I made it to 41 not realizing what I'm doing wrong? Like I know what I'm doing wrong. I can't <laughs> like. There's a mental block. There's something, there's something emotionally or or mentally that like, you know, Taco Bell comforts me. You know what I mean? Like, I get out of yeah. a bad day to work and the only thing open is Taco Bell, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. I want Taco Bell. Like, and yeah. then you talk about, like, that's what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like hard to like, or like too because then like the or like i know like there's a bunch of health people and stuff that'll like say oh well then what you should do is shop better so that way when you get home you know like yeah you can you can have better choices but then it's like yeah but 
the thing about those better choices is I don't get the, like, it's not the same, um, or like, it, or like it doesn't fill the right hole, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Like, yeah, if, if there was, if there was a drive through window that served, you know, uh, I, I don't know, served better food like, at three in the morning. Like, Carrots and steamed broccoli. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Well, like for a second, I was going to be like, "Hey, man, that sounds like a great business venture. Let's look into it." But but then when I thought about it for more than a second, I thought that's a terrible idea. No one would go there. Except me, every third week when I'm on my binge diet. <laughs> well, well, yeah, true. Or if you put it like right in the middle of like Hollywood, like it would be a thriving business because then you yeah, yeah. drive through quick. But yeah, oh, dude! Before we go, I have to um, or like just tell the story about how or like because I was thinking before we we were gonna do this, like oh, like I should have a story for Neil, and then so but my story is that how I wouldn't be in Taking Back Sunday if it wasn't for Neil Rubenstein, and here's why: because I met Eddie. Uh, when Phil Hanready was filling in and taking back Sunday for bass, but they were on a show with Sons of Abraham, and I went to the show in Winston, Salem, and I went to uh, the show to see Sons of Abraham, but you guys canceled, and I stayed because I saw Phil there, and that's how I met Eddie in taking back Sunday. Huh. Yeah. There you go. Had I never seen we... that story? I don't think so. Oh, well, so... Good thing we canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, I'm actually still pissed about that. I've still never seen Sons of Abraham play. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know that. I did not. Uh, I mean, I knew there was like some. Uh, there had to be something. Long Island. There was like a weird Long Island, North Carolina thing for a while back then. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there's like a bunch of the North Carolina bands were were like, or like I think like the Long Island bands look like. Um, or like they were the ones making it and doing it right because they were from New York, <laughs> and then <laughs> and like so then the band started going back and forth, you know, and then and then uh, yeah, so that was one of the shows where where oh man, a Long Island band's coming down, holy shit, it's Sons of Abraham, and then uh, and then it's like oh well, fuck those guys, why aren't they playing? Hey Phil, you know that's kind of how the night went. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, and now here we yeah. are, yeah, fifteen years later. Yeah, and, and then also I have to say that I that that I really got to hand it to you because I thought that the in traffic thing was just a like a, just a thing you named your podcast, but you're actually in traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I ju- I just pulled up to my uh, to my apartment. Oh but, yeah. Well, time, time, like I have to say that that like I was I was. I was really impressed with that because because la- last week you you were like, hey, there's no traffic. Can we do it next week? And I was like, <laughs> is he fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> that always blows people's minds. Like Anthony freaked out about that too. I was like, yeah, there's no. It's, I'm gonna get there in 20 minutes. So there's no point in doing this. Yeah. He's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> there, there, well, like, cause it, cause it. Because, yeah, like I said, like, it's like a great name for a podcast and a great idea. But to actually do it, I mean, that's just incredible, I think. 
<laughs> well, th- thank you very much for uh, kind words. And, uh, oh, of course. Yo, thanks for your time, man. Thanks for doing this. Uh, I know yeah. it was a little uh, hassle. I was hassling you to get, get it done. But, uh, yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, you too. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry that we couldn't. That the first couple times didn't work. It's just I'm a terrible multitasker, and then with the kids in the studio, you know. Yeah, no, so dude, it's just, uh, this is this is perfect. Perfect. So, but uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll see I'll see you in June on the tour. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And we'll be good, there. good luck with the record, and uh, can't wait to hear it. Cool. Thanks, man. Oh, and two, look like if 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 this is like your least liked podcast that you've done just don't I, I i hope that doesn't affect our friendship because i was a little worried about that <laughs> no i think you'll be fine i think uh i think you're you're gonna be just fine <laughs> okay cool <laughs> all right man thanks so much thank you all right see you now Jerk, Neil.